Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And the most recent headline on TMZ right now is Lori and Massimo wrote check payable to USC. <laughs> okay, I like read this in my bed this morning. Like this push notification came to me and I clicked on it. Yesterday's push notification was Justin Bieber has Lyme and is winning. Don't even like I don't even I don't even click on that one. I was like, no. oh, God, you know, everyone throw a rock at someone who has Lyme. Everyone has Lyme. Yeah. Hollywood is fucking full of Lyme disease. Are you kidding? We live in New York. Everyone who leaves the city for more than 36 it's hours Lyme like, gets Lyme disease. Right. Well, that's why, you know, celebrities need to come back and live in New York because they're all fucking out here getting Lyme disease. <laughs> okay. Justin Bieber has Lyme disease. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's move on. The point mm-hmm. is, is that this TMZ alert came. I tried to read the article. This article is about a new defense that they're trying. First of all, Lori and Mossimo think that they are like going to win. Yes. They are They are trying to go for full win. Because they're trying to say, nothing we did was shady. Yes, we paid them for this, but everyone did. We just wrote the check to USC. That's open. Right. We weren't trying to defraud anyone. Blah, 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 They're blah, blah. saying this was a direct donation to the athletic mm-hmm. co- the athletics of USC because of the way that the check, wh- where the check was like, was deposited or something. Like their memo said, Olivia plus... Athletic department. Like, like, <laughs> a, like, you know, soccer team. Like, they love, you know, the sports of USC. Soccer team, winky face, Olivia. It's just shocking to me that this is how they're, like, these... It shows how good their lawyers are, honestly, that these mm-hmm. little minutia details are what is getting brought up. Because they're like, how do we squirrel around this entire thing? Mm-hmm. There must be some kind of more holes in Lori's case than there were in Felicity's, meaning there must be more like Felicity's had more hard evidence that she of her like on the phone being like, pull the trigger. Yes. Get my daughter in. I'll yeah. pay you whatever you want. You know, what was that? Maybe what she was the, had less What was her options. iconic email signature? Like, uh oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> what was Oopsie it? Or something like, Oopsie. What was like it? there were, yeah. there were vague admissions to the fact that she, what she was doing was not, necessarily above the board but we haven't seen anything like that you're right when it comes to Lori Locke which is weird because they probably had communication I just wonder what the point is is I don't even want to dig into this again but I cannot believe we're still getting like alerts from them yeah being like update whatever and I think this is truly we've we've reached the point in the Lori Massimo story that is you know it's the it's so lawyerly at this point like we it's, don't care what's going on until the literally, and also we just lose. don't understand it. Like right. all of the decisions being made right now are decisions being made by like some of the highest right. paid lawyers in the country. It's so above our pay grade; it's not even right. worth doing it. And yet here's TMZ trying to make sense of it, and it's like TMZ. Right. I don't even think you understand what's going on here. And to be fair, they're so guilty that now the reason <laughs> the how they're going to get them out of this if they do is going to be by such small minutia that mm-hmm. we'll never be able to understand why she got out of it if she gets out of it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
only like Harvey Levin, I'm a lawyer, can like kind of come in and explain this. Even he probably can't even explain this shit. It's well, so not confusing. to the people who are writing it, especially no. not to everyone drinking big gulps in his studio. You know, like <laughs> although having seen, having finally watched Marriage Story, like I get lawyers a little more now. You know, oh, I understand you, oh, their, di- I understand their dynamics. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you? I totally understand lawyers now. Bobby like watches Marriage Story is like I think I'm going to law school. No. No, I, I, I'm Bobby watches Marriage Story and says, I think I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I finished Marriage Story. What else happened today? How are you? Are I'm you doing like, well? A lot of whiplash from yesterday's like I fucking qu- quick fire celebrity news. And then Justin Bieber the- got Lyme. Julianne's on a break. Uh, what else happened? Megan and Harry. Megan and Harry. Uh, what else happened? Eva Murray Martino dropped Eva... the Martino. Okay, what no, else? that's not part of the list of things. That happened. It was in the feed of Us Weekly headlines along with everything else. Oh wait, what uh, else? Oh wait, you said Julian Huff and Brooks. Uh, no, what was the other li- the other there things? Must- oh, Elon like, Musk and Grimes. Grimes is pregnant. We're gonna get into all these things because, of course, you called about it. Yeah, we gotta get into this shit. What else can we banter about in this? No, we gotta segment? just start the. We gotta comments. go into calls. You're listening yes. to Who's There, our weekly call-in show, where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at six one nine Who Them. Excuse me, I'm making like a a noise, huh? like I'm thirsty, but I've had so much coffee today. Oh, okay. Coffee can make you more thirsty sometimes. <laughs> Put that on Maybe. a shirt. Maybe that's <laughs> coffee can make you more thirsty sometimes. I'm just Put that on my water not, bottle. It's not perfectly hydrating. It's not as hydrating as water. You my know? coffee mug says "Gotta Have My Java." Shout out to my brother. Got me a coffee mug that says "Gotta Have My Java." It's great. And then my water mug will say, "Coffee can make you more thirsty sometimes." Right, because it wants to remind you to not only get your hydration from coffee. Uh, coffee can make you more thirsty sometimes. Okay, just move. Play a fucking call, please. I thought Eliza Scanlon was that awful comedian who does the weird witchy voice and has an Netflix special. I don't know her last name is, but her name's Eliza. Okay, thanks, bye. In my brain, I was connecting them every time I said Eliza Scanlon. I was is thinking the, this, this every time like we mentioned it. Is just like two notable Elizas? Elizas? What other Elizas are there? And they're there? spelled completely differently. But there aren't many Elizas. Eliza, Eliza. Can you name another Eliza or Eliza. Eliza. I don't know. There really isn't. I'm trying to think. There are Elizas. It's a hooey no, name. Well, they're Eliza. Eliza. I don't know. You're right. I can't. Eliza Dushku. Eliza Doolittle. Eliza Dushku is a big one. Eliza Dushku. Dushku and Doolittle, I guess, are themy Elizas. Doolittle? Who's Eliza Doolittle? Well, hey, sir. The Cockney woman. Who's the cock? What are you saying? The cock? Who's the Cockney woman? Isn't that... The character in My Fair Lady? Oh, there's also a pop singer. Sorry. <laughs> there's a pop singer named Eliza Doolittle, who I thought oh, you I'm were thinking referring of, to I'm on thinking this of list. Cockney. I'm thinking of... Oh, you're thinking of the character Eliza Doolittle? Isn't that... Wait, I'm sorry. Isn't that who Audrey Hepburn... Am I crazy? Isn't her name Eliza no, Doolittle? Right. I think so. Yes, it is. In My Fair Lady, From her my name is Eliza lady. Doolittle. But yes. then there's Dr. Doolittle, which is completely unrelated. Y- right? Yes, yes. And she's like, she drops the H's and whatever. I can't do that. But you know what I mean? Yes. I've seen My Fair Lady. I just was disassociating. Well, sorry. I went to the My Fair, the Eliza Doolittle Wikipedia. I'm sorry. I didn't know there was a pop singer named Eliza Doolittle. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I was just looking at her. At I was like, looking I'm at her scr- and I was disassociating because I was like, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. But then you were talking about the <laughs> My Fair Lady character. There's a pop singer named Eliza Doolittle. 
Right. She's from London. That right. is so fucked up. That's like a joke we would make up. That I know. A, some British woman would just name herself Eliza Doolittle. Well, I was just her looking at her Eliza face Caird. being like, I don't know her. But then you just kept saying Eliza Doolittle like I should. But I do know Eliza Doolittle. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a, Eliza Sophie Caird. Better known by her stage name, Eliza. Parentheses, formerly Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> It's an English singer-songwriter from Westminster, London. Okay. She has two top 40 hits on the UK. What are they? One is like... One of them is is called Pack Up. The other one is called Skinny Jeans. Jeans with a G. Fuck, that's perfect. Skinny Jeans. Skinny Jeans like a guy named Jean? Or like... Oh, it's Skinny Jeans? Like your jeans? Like your jeans with a G. Yes, that's what I meant. Wait, can I play it for a sec? Hold on. I don't mind it when you... She sounds like, um, not Amy, a Lily Allen. Okay, she's like Lily Allen meets like Duffy or something. This is from 2010. She also has a song called Rollerblades. I don't hate that song. I feel like that she... That is maybe something I would come across and be like, cool. There's so many British pop stars who I have never been exposed to, which is such a bummer, you know? Mm -hmm. One of the comments on this video is, you know, I don't think this song has anything to do with genetics. (laughs) Wow. I love that we were able to find another Eliza just because of this call about Eliza and Eliza. Eliza Doolittle. It's good that she changed her name from Eliza Doolittle to just Eliza. There's well, no reason. Was it for good? Because I'm not name. sure what she's actually doing anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> Eliza did little after dropping Doolittle. Oh, God. Okay. Right? I can't. Yeah, that was That's good. Something. Just, That's something. That's sort I, of fine. Okay, next I call. Mean. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, long time, long time. Okay. I got a tweet that said that Taryn Egerton apparently invited like all 90 of the Hollywood Foreign Press voting members to his birthday party. And that is perhaps a reason that he won the Golden Globe. Is this true? Is this fake news? Is this a version of like bribery? What is going on? So from what I heard, it was a Elton John. I remember when this concert happened, it was an Elton John concert. They like sang together on stage, Mm -hmm. but it was also his birthday It doesn't scream totally corrupt to me because they were doing all of these like promo events for Rocket Man that included music like performances and they would have invited all types of of voters and people and stuff because that's literally what you do when you like go around promoting for award season. Right. I mean, do do you right? Do you think it's not like he had this intimate birthday party like come to my house if you'll remember remember a few years ago like they can't accept gifts that is in the rules because remember whenever um when tom ford was nominated for nocturnal animals and he sent everyone tom ford like perfume or something mm-hmm. and they had to give it back mm-hmm. um so there were all these headlines like golden globes voters uh, here's one from the hollywood reporter golden globes voters told to return gift of tom ford fragrance and so it says the hfpa which has about 90 members has 
had a checkered history when it comes to accepting gifts. In one of the most notorious examples, the group nominated Sharon Stone for 1999's The Muse after USA Films sent each member a coach watch worth about $400, which Stone herself reportedly paid for. So they now have a rule in place that forbids its members from accepting gifts with a market value of more than $95. The Tom Ford stuff was obviously more than $95. This isn't even a gift, you know? Like, how can you put a price on a invitation to a birthday well, party you and know also because it's just an event like a promotion event which like they are allowed to do that and that's like all they do for the months that that these guys are campaigning you know so it technically could count as an event that's what campaigning is that's what that's yes. why people have jobs in los angeles because this is what right, they do what this was some do. this was someone's strategy being like well we can't send them gifts we already sent them the Rocketman screeners yeah, we can't. We can maybe send them copies of Elton John's biography. I'm sure they probably did. And it's like, what's one thing we could do? And we it's could like, have a concert not? where they sing together yeah. and remind them how how good of a singer Taryn is and how like cool it was that they you know that Elton John is like part of this. So and right, yeah, so I much mean, of and so much of it is about just being top of mind. So they didn't yes. even have to go to that. They could just say, oh yeah, he's the bloke who had like the birthday party with Elton John. <laughs> did we get invited to that? Right. You know, like that's no, it's that's true. how things work. And also, like, as you know, the stereotype of the Hollywood Foreign Press voter is like some fuddy duddy European, you know? Mm-hmm. So like the an Elton John concert is like right down you know, right up there. A fuddy duddy European who is really excited to like have a moment in Hollywood once a year, you right. know. Who loves right. being courted by Amazon. Like, sure, I'll let I'll let Mrs. Maisel win. Amazon sent me all these beautiful DVDs. They sent me chocolate <laughs> for my collection. Oh yay. <laughs> Amazon sent me the nicest stuff in the mail. I'm going to vote for chips. Mrs. Maisel. I love this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next call. I would have called sooner. I would have called New Year's Eve. Well, New Year's Day. But I didn't have electricity for like a whole week because I moved to a new place. But I have receipts. On July 20th, 2017, Ariel called because... There was the uh, uh, because there was the old early episodes and you guys were saying Ezra Miller was a who and then you guys said call eight months later she called eight months later was a who and then Bobby said call us in 2020 when the Flash comes out it's 2020 Bobby and the Flash has not come out but. I think it's fair to say he's a them, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Debate. Yeah. Love you. Wow. Wow. First of all, stop telling people to call us in the future because they will. Sorry. Also, I think they pushed the flashback. The flash doesn't come out until 2022 now. So literally, but also um, Harry Potter got pushed back. So like the projects that we were referring to in calling Ezra Miller, like, maybe like a them and twi- mm-hmm. a, a them each time have been all pushed back but also i think the general like press around him and his engagement with like media and stuff has kind of slowed down to the point of being like is he just kind of one of those like promising actors that yeah. maybe will just end up doing prestige stuff only yeah, well, also, he just hasn't been when he when he's not in stuff, he's not getting the red carpet coverage like because, you know, it's like, oh, look at look at how interesting he dresses. Like, we love that he's like toying right. with gender on the red carpet. But it's like Billy Porter has been doing that for longer. And also people responded more to him because 
he had more interesting projects associated with it. So it's like that's true. Billy Porter was not only like being fantastic on the red carpet. Billy Porter was in a show that people really like and watch. But also Ezra was Ezra gave off like almost like a walking Phoenix type vibe. This like I don't give a shit mm-hmm. counterculture celebrity, but considerably like less about, approachable. Like talking yeah. about celebrity as a celebrity and how bad it, you know stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, uh, vibe when he did that, which gave me kind of this like hope that maybe he would kind of blow up because of that, because people love that like I'm an artist thing. Mm-hmm. But right, you're right. The projects are they not love in it place. to an extent. Yeah, the projects were not in place to like propel him. At the point we were talking about him, they really were. Yeah, no, they were. It was a, not a bad guess, but it no. is 2020, and I would say he's still a who, right? Like, I, Yeah. Oh, he's still a who. Uh, the caller, I, uh, yeah, caller, he's a who. I don't know where you got to the he's a them <laughs> all of a sudden. The point is we cannot get him right. Okay, let's move on to questions. The top of this ad copy says Aura pronounced Aura, but what it should say is Aura pronounced like Rita, because it is. It's Rita Aura, but this is just we're Aura. We're quite A-U-R-A. familiar how to pronounce Aura. <laughs> Let yeah, me tell please. you that. And the other thing we're quite familiar with is giving good gifts, because we've both been giving Aura frames to various family members for as long as we've been doing this. And let's just say <laughs> they never flop. As long as we've been doing the ads. It's true, They've though. never because Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital frames allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos with the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. I love that. I haven't done that, but I would do that next time. That's a really good idea. I haven't done that either. I like, I'm more like sending people connecting to their frame and then just sending photos randomly so they get a little surprise of a fun little photo that's in their frame. Aura has a great deal for Father's Day right now. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. This deal ends June 18th, so don't wait. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Who Weekly, medium time, medium time. Um, I really need you to cover everything related to the royal drama. Uh, Why are Harry and Meghan leaving? Uh, What is their response from the people? Uh, Please, we need all of the information and all of your opinions on the information. All right, crunch, crunch. The British are coming. I repeat, the British are coming. Meghan and Harry are moving to North America. You guys were right. Okay, good form, Bella Thornton. Oh my God, is Megan going to relaunch the TIG? Those are the three appropriate responses to this news. First of all, I want to say Megan and Harry are thems, but Megan is canon. She jumped from who to them. Mm-hmm. She remains who weekly she canon. She jumped from who to them on our watch. We'll always she- think of her. Also, her coverage is hooey and always will be because in the way that she's re- reported on. So, Also, Americans, even including us, do not really even understand how the royals work. So there's something so, that will yeah. always be hooey about I mean, this we're just like, weirdo wackadoo family. Yeah, we love talking about them. We're kind of shoehorning them into our story so that we can talk about this thing every time it happens because it just keeps on. The stories just keep on getting cra- uh, crazier and better. But we talked about them with who dat, Amina and Shawnee. And I think we all pretty much hit the nail on the head. We all came to the conclusion that we thought they were going to move to L.A. They're saying they're moving to Canada. Okay. We talked about how David Foster and Kathy McPhee helped them find a house in Canada. Okay. They want to be not bi-coastal, but they want to split time in North America and in the U.K. 
cool. But now the goss is that what we've been saying, we had been saying, and plenty of people had been saying, is that they're also interested in Los Angeles, which makes I mean, sense. I People are asking, the confusion is, how are they going to make money now if they're cutting themselves off? You know, the way they're going to make money is the way that all former presidents make money, right? You do kind of upscale appearances you do charity work and you do entertainment like the obamas you start a production company you make documentaries you You make documentaries you write books also what do you do tale as old as time you become a consultant that could be anything harry will consult until his dying days but i think what the thing is is interesting is that before this because of the way that they took money from the state they were mm-hmm. not allowed to have jobs. They were not allowed to make money outside of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now they are. But what does that do to kind of the charity work that was literally their only job? Because Harry's entire life is his work that he does with Botswana, essentially. That comes well, that's from his the thing that mom. They call it out in their post on Sussex, whatever, Royal Sussex House. The or website whatever. they set up. Yeah. Let me read, because I want to get the quote right, because they say that they're going to focus on charity. Let me just get this quote exactly right. The geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the real tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. So they're starting right. a new charity. They're starting a new charity. Yeah, they're nonprofit, but they'll pay themselves from that, you know, as operators of that charity. I mean, nonprofits make money. They make money. They had a, it was like a, a FAX on this website. This was one of the questions. It says, the provision of armed security by the Metropolitan Police is mandated by the Home Office. A ministerial uh, department of Her Majesty's government responsible for security of law and order, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, and classified as internationally protected people, mm-hmm. which mandates this level of security. So I guess if it says internationally protected people, it means they get to keep their security wherever they go, mm-hmm. paid for by the state. Which, in the grand scheme of things, probably isn't all that much. It's a it's a few full time jobs, you know. It's People just who interesting are just constantly that around. that's what stays, as mm-hmm. opposed to like all of the other stuff they're giving up, and they want to keep their little cottage. Yeah. What? Wait, can we back up for one second? What? Huh? What happens? Like we just didn't. We just jumped in. Harry and Meghan, for those who like weren't paying attention, an- announced yesterday that they are they on Instagram. Are, <laughs> they are on Instagram, and according to sources, n- without telling anyone in the in the royal family, without mm-hmm. like telling them they were going to do it, they announced. Or I think it was more they the royal family had a suspicion they would eventually do it, but the royal family didn't know it was going to happen Wednesday. Well, it's funny at because there PM, were you know there were rumors of divorce going around, but it was divorce from the, from the family. family. Yeah. So they wrote, um, after many months of reflection, internal discussions, meaning them two, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. I love this. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and to work to become financially independent while continuing to support. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue. I just think that first sentence is something that people are glossing over. Because so, so many, so many headlines yeah. or something. It's like they're leaving the royal family. They're divorcing themselves in the royal family. It's like not really. In the first sentence, they say, "We want to carve out a progressive new role within this institution." They are still aligning themselves and associating themselves with the family. It's not like they're like, "Fuck you, mom and dad. I'm moving to fucking New York City." It is a Smell big later, deal Ohio. though to stop receiving money because of the idea of financial independence and not 
being essentially paying, being paid with taxpayer money. I'm just saying they're not writing off the royal family entirely. They're writing off the royal family just enough to allow them to do like what they want to do for personal fulfillment, which is, again, very progressive and people don't necessarily do that ever. It was more just like when you sign up to be in the royal family or you're born into it, you essentially your job becomes to become a public figure whose job is to do charity on behalf of the United Kingdom, right? Yeah. And attend and attend events forever. Attend events. And attend events forever and meet people and just spread the good quote unquote good word of England. Like almost like you're evangelizing. What you know, people England. always say about Prince Charles, like his job is to attend events and know people and be like a, a spokesperson where it's like the Charles right. thing where he remembers everyone he's ever met. Like that's it his job. Is progressive to quit that job yeah it is something to say i don't want to do that job anymore because to be fair it's not like they can hire someone else to do that job Mm -hmm. that job is like your job only and if you don't want to do it who's gonna do that job well yeah kate and will you know sure but they're already doing their job they're caring about the stuff that they care about the whole idea is that Everyone in the royal family chooses what they care about and funnels their time and energy towards mm. that. And they all have the things that they care. So that's the most interesting thing about it to me. But it does help that Harry is, you know, whatever, 100th in line for the throne. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. All of these royals, don't, they don't they don't ca- even matter in terms of like whether they're what they're doing. I mean, they're. Mm-hmm. did you see the news like like one of the queen's granddaughters like sped or it was like speeding and then her oh, yeah, and she lost her license. Away. Yeah. They're, they're, there's hundreds of them floating around doing God knows what, you know? <laughs> they can go to the opening of the new Lidl. Lidl. You know? They don't need <laughs> Harry there. Right. Oh, my God. Megan and Harry are going to open a Lidl. Lidl. In the United States. And, like, that's how they're going to make money. It's, like, opening Lidls. Lidl. Do you... So they're going to open their... They're going to do their charity. That, that much is known. They've said it. Do you think... Megan will get back into blogging. Like the TIG thing is a joke. The caller was like, is she going to do the TIG? But do you think she's going to like write more, write a memoir? Do you think she's going to wait to write a memoir? Because obviously Megan's going to write a memoir before she dies. But is she going to write a memoir before Archie's in kindergarten? Yes. I think, um, I don't know the timing, but I think Megan is going to do what first ladies and former first ladies do and what lifestyle. I think she's going to kind of carve out her new thing but it's going to take a lot of pieces from women who do lifestyle projects like Gwyneth Paltrow and all that stuff mm-hmm. about about things she cares about whether that be it's going to be health or what you know th- these different things and mix that with they're going to do like entertainment production like the Obamas to do like documentaries about you know Botswana, social good something yeah that about Botswana they're definitely going to go to Botswana a lot I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking about the things that Harry cared about before and how they can, like, mm-hmm. use that in this life. I th- I think the question is, like, you're right. Like, are they going to end up in Los Angeles? And I think the answer is yes. And not all- only because of Megan. I think a lot of people are putting this on her because it's so easy to jump to that conclusion easier. to be like, yeah. this woman, like, fucking this American comes, marries this royal and pulls him to America, mm-hmm. breaks him out of his family. But if you paid attention, Will Will and Harry ha- have not been on good terms. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it. Whether mm-hmm. that's because of Meghan or because Will is literally reportedly cheating on Kate with that woman. Right. We do not need to know why, but it's very it's very obvious that Will and Harry have not liked each other for a long time. Right. And the queen, the whole thing with the portrait and they were left out. 
the the family portrait thing. Mm-hmm. One uh, the source that's like the the portrait of Will and George and whoever was the la- was the last straw. Right, Which where is they like, were like, we're pulling the trigger today. We're gonna release this statement now. When do you think they wrote that? Months ago, they wrote that right. statement. They were just waiting for an excuse. Right. They were waiting for Julian Huff to be like, I'm getting separated. They were like, bing, 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 bing. Today's the day. <laughs> no. No, but I I think there's, I think Harry is as, is as willing to pull the trigger and leave this whole mess yeah. as Megan was to pull him to say like, well, I'm actually not even from here. I can mm-hmm. go anywhere. Let's go. I think there's an actual more of a balance than people are saying or assuming also the other funny thing is that it's literally kate middleton's birthday today today yesterday (laughs) yeah so funny yesterday if you're listening to this yesterday was kate middleton's birthday so like she just she turned 38 (laughs) (laughs) megan megan and harry were like we're taking a leave see you later we're moving to canada which is hilarious (laughs) the next day it's kate's Kate's birthday. birthday it's weird to speculate on it because there's really no precedent right no one's moved out of the country to kind of revisit their roots, I guess, to do something entirely different. This has never happened. I love it. Fuck them. This is like, break this shit up, you know? Thomas Markle says that he's disappointed. Shut up. He what spoke to Us Weekly exclusively and says, I'll just simply say I'm disappointed. Uh, okay? wh- about what? What yeah, is wrong? What? Like, who fucking cares about you? Samantha um, Markle was probably in the back and she's like... <laughs> Calling, wait, hold on. Pretend that you're Thomas Markle and say, uh, I, I'll just simply say I'm disappointed. I'll just simply say I'm disappointed. Oh, is that, is that Us Weekly? Tell, <laughs> tell, them, I, tell them I'm disappointed too. <laughs> Samantha, stop, please. I'm on the phone with Us Weekly. No, but you know, she's like in the other yeah. room, like making her way she's over. She's like, Thomas, <laughs> dad. <laughs> dad. <laughs> I do think that they're definitely going to do documentaries for social good yeah and i think megan is going to write something i don't think she's going to recreate the tig but i think she's going to write something i think she's going to write a memoir sooner than later we asked janina gavankar our friend janina gavankar <laughs> who's um megan's best friend who took the christmas photo we asked janina gavankar if she would call us for information but she actually she actually responded to us and she, she said, said it's all on the site <laughs> says janina to us exclusive exclusive janina comment <laughs> Love you guys, but their website tells you everything. Smiley face. So Janina well, just said to go to their website. I just love knowing that Gina is still like part of this story. Yeah. She's got a friend, I bet. And it's 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 funny. So if you go back to this is like vaguely viral video of Megan being interviewed by the BBC or ITV or whatever that was, where she had that very raw emotional response saying that her life is very hard. Blah, 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 yes. blah, blah. Like, that just proves to me that this has been in the works for so long. Like, I don't think she would have been that open and honest and blunt had she not known that their escape was pretty imminent. Or that that was an option that they had discussed and that he would even be willing to entertain mm-hmm. for their family or whatever. Anyway, Hello Hello Magazine said that the new Sussex Royal website was designed by the same people who designed the TIG. Isn't that fun? That's amazing she's very loyal she's a loyal royal i the only the reason i just thought like the only reason that anyone would go back into the fold is if they got a divorce he Mm -hmm. would maybe go back into the fold but also i don't know he was always the bad boy he always did things differently i think his mother probably 
has him thinking about this whole thing for his whole life is Mm -hmm. driven by the idea that his mother was murdered by the entire system, essentially, like the buildup of attention to her and people caring about her. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels like cinematic for this to happen in a way like I'm surprised they didn't do this sooner in some way like Will and Harry aren't like fuck the system that Mm -hmm. kind of destroyed our family in a way anyways this photo the photo of them on the about page of the Sussex Royal website which by the way is which by the way is a dot com not a dot UK Mm -hmm. take take note of that wow you're right dot com it used to be dot UK anyway the photo of them is in a red is redwoods, right? They're in right. North America. They're that's, gonna go to California. I'm North telling you, America. I'm telling that's you, that's North Cali- America, right? California, baby. Yeah, that's, that's the redwoods. North America. It's a beautiful <laughs> website. I mean, Canada can have them a little bit. They met in Canada. They met in Toronto. Fine, go to Canada for a little bit, but you're coming to America. You guys are coming to America. You're coming. <laughs> I got it. We've been talking about them for so long. I just like, just in terms of the podcast and on today's episode. Yeah. Beautiful couple. Look at them. Beautiful couple. I love that you can see his little bald spot. He's cute. It's cute. He's a cutie little bald spot. It's cute. She's cute. They're cute. We love it. They're never going to break up. We stand them. (laughs) And the moon to America. America's first. They're like American royalty. We honestly need it. We need this. We're we in a time it. of needing leadership. God, we I love that America just like we consume everything. Like we like we like those royals. Have them move here. Come here. Come to LA. Cause when when they're like Royal Royals, you know, like Capital R, Capital R Royal Royals, it's sort of it's problematic to like them because you know, like, wasn't the whole yeah. revolutionary world like that's why America exists to get away from the Royals. But now that they're moving back, we want them. Oh, <laughs> We, we Wait, got what happened? We want him. I can take him. I don't have a problem with it. I'm okay loving the royals right. because they came back right. to us. They well, came back hey, to us. Who's to say Megan wasn't a sleeper cell for revenge for the Revolutionary War? Homeland season nine. Maybe we've been planning this for as long as I don't for know. Three hundred years. Two hundred. I don't years. know. They literally fucked us Who's over, to you know. Say Meghan Markle wasn't a sleeper. cell? Remember the Stamp Act? They charge us for stamps. A lot of money. <laughs> We've been oh waiting. Oh my god. We've been waiting to infiltrate the royal family and fucking blow it up. And that's <laughs> Meghan Markle. Oh my god. I'm sorry. You not you don't believe in my conspiracy no, I, theory? I believe it. I believe it. I'm just saying the best headline though from Bossip, maybe the headline of the year. I know headline it's early. Of the year. By Buckingham, by British bigots, by bullshit, Meghan Markle and a harmonious hubby, Harry, quote Stepping back from royal family, clotted cream critics cry foul. Clotted cream critics. <laughs> critics cry foul. <sighs> anyway, we had to spend a lot of time on that because it truly is the most important news story of the week. <laughs> I mean, it's also just like combining a who to them story with the way that media is covering all of this. I guess my number one question is, is I know they're doing it for more reasons than this. Will Megan experience a relief in the type of coverage it went if they move or no. I kind of cynically think no. Like it's not going to make a difference. And I don't, I just don't think that they're going to get, I think they're still going to get obsessive coverage. But I think you, you sort of take little baby steps. Like she's getting terrible coverage, but she'd rather be comfortable, right? Like she'd rather be home. 
and this is home to her. And also, right. Harry's like, I'm sick of this. I've been doing this for over 30 years. I hate it here. Like, get me out of here. Maybe it makes it so they can try new ways to avoid this coverage mm-hmm. as opposed to being restricted by the by the royal family in terms of how they have to, like, get coverage and how to, like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm sure there's different, like, rules and regulations within where they're, they're where they are now. Yeah. And now they're free to kind of do other things, get other mm-hmm. types of security, yeah. spend money on things to try and avoid paparazzi stuff. But I just I just think that the UK is not going to stop caring about them. Harry is still like theirs, you know? Harry is. I just just wonder if like this is going to solve this issue where it's like she's being attacked. The answer is no. They're fucked either way, but they're going to be fucked less if they can do this. You know, if they can take a little more control over things. She can live somewhere where people don't hate her. Yeah. I guess. It's more being surrounded by your critics because all she is is just surrounded by people who don't like her. Yeah. Right? I think well, I, I, I think fucking that's love her. It. Okay, I fucking love her. We fucking love her. Come on the show, Janina. <laughs> get your friend to come on the show. We know oh you my have God, a friend. Megan and Janina can hang out all the time. <laughs> okay, next call. Priyanka Chopra's like Megan, <laughs> making a phone call. <laughs> Megan, 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 is this still your number, Megan? <laughs> Megan's like getting her guest room ready on Long Island. Like maybe. <laughs> You Maybe. Priyanka is. Priyanka is. Yeah, Priyanka. Priyanka's New Jersey ensuite. She's like, I'll make the bed all nice for Megan and Harry when they come <laughs> stay with us. I just got a new Casa Zeta Jones collection bedding. <laughs> I hung up two brand new robes in the guest bathroom. She'll come. She'll come. No, she'll come. Okay, moving on. Danielle yeah, Jonas is like, can we stay in your house this weekend? And she's like, no, I'm saving it just in case Megan and Harry come by. <laughs> Danielle's like, you've been saying that for months. We don't want to spend money on a hotel. Priyanka, Priyanka, we don't want to spend money on a hotel. Can we just uh... stop this fanfic? Hi, I'm calling about Julianne Huff um, because I cannot stop thinking about her and I don't really know why. Um, she's like very uninteresting and, you know, I'm not like, oh, what is she going to do next with her talent, etc. Like, I'm not even sure really what she does except host things and like she's been dancing with Oprah or like doing a um exercise class with Oprah I saw on Instagram something like that um but I can't stop thinking about her dogs dying and I still haven't seen any answers online and I just wanted to know if you guys had an update if you could mention it on the show because I'm like did they get run over did they get poisoned and also it felt like her relationship went dark around the same time like she was really all over the place about being so married and in love or whatever. And then now, you know, nothing. And also, I feel like there might be a divorce coming. I think you guys mentioned that in one show. and I don't know. Anyway, I just don't know why I keep thinking of Julianne Huff and her dogs, which is very sad. But I'm also like, I have to know what happened. Um, so if you have any updates, I'd love if you could mention it. Um, thanks. Crunch, crunch. Is Julianne Huff running a cult? Do we start with the cult or do we start with the uh, separation? Separation. In the middle of all this Harry and Meghan stuff, literally in the middle of it. The middle of it. Between Harry and Meghan announcing their separation from the royal family or stepping down from the royal family and Buckingham Palace being like, uh, we don't know what they're talking about. Right. Julianne Huff was like, my husband, Brooks Lake, Brooks Lake, Brooks Lake and I... Sounds like a dog coughing. 
Brooks Lake and I are separating. Taking a break, taking a break, taking a break. This Everyone knew this. I mean, the thing is, it's funny. Everyone. It's like anyone who cared about Julian Huff and Brooklyn and cared about their relationship knew that after he wrote in some weird thing that got picked up everywhere that he was like, wanted to explore more of his sexuality in 2020, which literally could mean anything. Anything. She also came out as like bisexual in women's health. And that yeah. was like, what? Everyone was like, excuse the point is, is that you everybody, everybody was like, these two are going to get a divorce. There's something going on here, whether it is like they're both gay or nothing at all. This blind item is so good. It says. I love it. Blind item number five. This was this must be older yesterday. than. It's from yesterday. This blind item is from clearly, yesterday. But it's weird to have a blind item that's clearly already been revealed. Whatever. This might be old and then updated. Who cares? Apparently, it was okay for her not to be straight, but when he told her he was not straight, she was done. That is because her declaration was simply to get some stories published and keep her name in the news, and his was real. Ah, celebrity marriages. That's interesting. Oh, that's, my God. I'm t- that's why I sent It's crazy. And also, it went up, and yeah, it's still a blind, but it, it it's not old and redone. This is just someone providing a little more content. Got it. It's I obvious. Didn't realize that, I didn't realize the reveal was in yeah. this blind was just... Because hers was bullshit and his hers was, real. was. I mean, the 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 accusation here again. Who knows? It's a blind. The accusation yeah. here is that Julianne Huff's reveal was a little more of a publicity stunt than Brooks, and so because Brooks was a little more earnest, Julianne was like, "Wait a second, I was just like talking to women's health. Like I was just talking to Shape or wherever she talked about. Like this wasn't really true." And he's like, "Yeah, mm, I kind of want to." I want to see what's going on on the dick in the dick department, and she's like, "Uh, <laughs> excuse you." So that's right. is that a pretty heavy accusation? Yes. Do Dick I believe department. it? I believe everything, as has been made abundantly clear. A source shared on E News. They don't really even really know what to call it. There's a ton of love and emotion there, and they're going through something very personal. Another source told people that Julian and Brooks aren't giving up on their marriage yet. It seems they are not giving up, but also not talking about it. They want to do this their way. They don't want to discuss their marriage. They have been having problems, but many people do. True. Right. The first All time they true. don't want to discuss their marriage. Well, that's the other thing is, right? Like two people who talk constantly about self-help and their, you know, like yeah. their their whole shtick is, or Talking one of her shticks right, is, is kind of like giving out whatever. I mean, she's literally on the Oprah tour giving out dance therapy or whatever the fuck she's doing. <laughs> which, which, which is what can help us transition to the next question, which is, is Julian Huff running a cult? There was a tweet that went viral last week or this week. Uh, and it's video from one of Oprah's uh, vision tour, wellness tour. What is it called? Mm-hmm. Oprah's 2020 vision, mm-hmm. your life in focus presented by WW, which is yeah, not an acronym for world that's war. It's an acronym name. for Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers mm-hmm. rebranded to WW. Oprah is their number one spokesperson. Not a great Oprah... year to, to rebrand to WW, WW gotta no. say. Yeah. If you're going to be WW, you got to put a question mark between the W's. Yeah, so, hell yeah. We're the, we're the non-problematic WW over She's here. doing... She's doing this uh, national tour that is essentially her doing her Oprah thing, just giving inspirational life advice while also doing her other Oprah thing, which is talking to famous people that she's friends with. And every city, she sort of has a new guest. I put them in here. What were they? So it's like... No, they're pretty good. In Fort Lauderdale, she got Lady Gaga, Tina Fey in Minnesota, Amy Schumer, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, Kate Hudson, Jennifer Lopez, Gail Keane. But at every stop, you get Julianne Huff. 
Every stop gets Julianne Huff. She's a big part of it because she's doing this thing called Kinergy, which is a Oof. newly launched. Like this is sort of the big coming out party for Kinergy, Kinergy. which is Julianne Huff's new, essentially Tybo, but Julianne Huff. It's a it's a form of dance cardio that exists in the Goop universe. In that yeah. it's just extremely new agey. It uses the word vibration a lot, which is hooey. It just uses like not in terms of our word hooey, but like hooey bullshit wellness language we are going to raise the vibration not just in this arena but literally in florida literally in the world let's take our afternoon the experience called kinergy from julia science of dance aspects of yoga tai chi and plyometrics mm-hmm. so just like words and she says just like words we're going to increase the the vibration of fort lauderdale florida by dancing together okay it's cardio it's cardio, it's cardio with better music and outfits that you probably will want to buy from Julianne Huff's soon to be launched uh, right. Kinergy She's, studio she wants to be like tracy uh tracy, tracy anderson but anderson yeah it has all the makings of something that will be huge i'm sure but it's being presented in a very 2020 way it's not a cult it's just it's wellness and wellness is a cult but it's also just when you're around oprah the way that you have to speak the audience wants a very specific kind of like inspirational spiritual Mm. pseudo spiritual pseudo spiritual yeah you know going on like pushing towards religion but not religious kind of it lends to every type of thing. So she's coming out and saying, oh, wellness, wellness. Here's the here's the push to wellness. I'm a dancer. I'm I'm spiritual. Here's how I, mm-hmm. you know, well, here's what I'm here to teach you or whatever. All and about you're teaching right. and learning. It's a form of it's a form of code switching. Like she's just she's playing to her audience. And this is yeah. what the Oprah audience wants. This is what I would want from Oprah. Like I want you go to an Oprah thing to feel better about yourself. And that's what Julianne Huff is is piggybacking on but yeah so to answer your question is it a cult no it's just dumb it's just it's wellness it's 2020 and it's all of that wrapped up into the oprah box but the thing about the oprah box is that no one does it better than oprah so if the moment you you do this adjacent to oprah you are going to seem kind of silly because you're immediately compared to oprah no one does better than she does i also am like she found the right place to launch this shit like she has to go to fucking Denver and Phoenix and all these places. She's smart to do that. That's a smart move, I think. She's going to be tremendously successful, I'm sure. My yeah. favorite thing about the um, WW thing is that it says, Guests will participate in an interactive morning session led by Winfrey through several workbook exercises to help develop a 2020 action plan, as well as listen to an insp- inspiring speaker. And of course, there will be food. Attendees will enjoy specially created WW reimagined box lunches. I mean, the whole thing which is crazy about this is that Oprah's a genius. It's a mm-hmm. tour, but she's not just making money from ticket sales. I'm sure she's making a good amount from ticket sales too. She's making money from Weight Watchers. So Weight mm-hmm. Watchers is sponsoring the tour and making it part of their marketing, all of their marketing probably. So Oprah is not just getting the tickets, she's getting the sponsorship to, like it's just it's just a crazy 
these events are just crazy money making for Oprah and it's at this like, point. And I'm sure like I would love to I mean it's impossible but it's a sort of contract you would just kill to look at where it's totally. like she's getting her upfront cost. She's getting a percentage of profits. She's probably selling out everything, by the way. Everything is yeah. going to sell it. So she's going to get the yeah. max for all that. She's probably getting like a bonus if X number of people sign up for Weight Watchers after every event. You know, like all of these things she's getting more and more money for. Yeah. I wonder if looking back on this, they'll be like the Weight Watchers Oprah bump. Like if they'll see yeah. a significant. I'm sure they will. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, she's there's been no with one... them for a while. Yeah. So. Right. And I feel like they wouldn't have done this if it wasn't already super successful. I mean, they probably put everything they have into this, too. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you go full Oprah, you're like, well, this is like, if this doesn't work, we're we're done. Mm -hmm. Because what else is, you know, what else is there? And every time Oprah, every time one of these people, so it's like, she talked to Lady Gaga on January 4th. That was aggregated by everyone because Lady Gaga talked about, like, all the sexual assault she suffered when she was younger. right? Right. So that's getting press. In buried in each of those press items is the fact that this is a Weight Watchers event. All of these guest events are going to have minor to major revelations, which means she's going to get press for the celebrities involved, which will then turn into Weight Watchers press. Like, it's it's very, very smart. Yeah, it's very, very smart. Gail King, March 7th, they're going to be revealed to be in a throuple with Stedman. You know, like, Uh it's all going to happen. It's all going to come together. Yeah. If you go to one of those things, please call us. Please, 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 please. You're curious. Please, I gotta know. Okay. I bet they're fun. We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots, and you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots, and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail. Because the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac, and I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Grimes is pregnant, oh my god. Yesterday was nuts. This is how messed up my brain is at this point, how warped my perception of things is. When Grimes posted the naked photo of her boobs out, Showing a ba- showing a belly with a baby inside it, sort of like it, like a photoshoppy a photoshoppy yeah, baby thing. inside where her stomach is. I was like, everyone was saying Grimes is pregnant. My response was, 
you all are crazy. She's not pregnant. She has an album coming out soon. I was literally well, like, that's this is just I... how she's saying she's pregnant with another album. Well, she's pregnant with LG6, as everyone knows. Yeah, just she's pregnant with LG6. But if she's okay. actually pregnant with a human. No, so a human. I saw these pictures. They were retweeted into my feed. Mm-hmm. I also thought, oh, it's like art. She's doing like <laughs> art. No, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think she's pregnant. I, like... Mm-mm. I didn't think that. Pregnant was number at least number five on the list First of things of all, that I thought this was. It's not like, oh, there's the baby in her belly. She's pregnant. It's like a photoshopped, like, futuristic. It's like I photoshopped that in two so, minutes. So to a, so I kind of just was like, oh, this is an art piece about mm-hmm. some, whatever. My point is that about. then people started writing headlines, is Grimes pregnant? Is Grimes pregnant? You know, because no one had the actual confirmation. Is Grimes pregnant? Question mark. Is whatever. And I was like. Oh, I guess that means she is because then I was looking like, oh, is it promotion for something? Is it music? Is it? But no, it was just a weird picture. And sh- and the and the confirmation came in her comments to her Instagram. Her she responded to somebody's comment because they're all talking about the nipples. She put up two images. One was censored nipples and one was her actual nipples being out yeah. there. Whatever. The point is she responded to that. She said. I thought about censoring them for a hot minute. Ha ha ha. This may get down taken. This may get taken down anyways. It did get taken down. But the photo is so much less feral without the nipples. Plus, being knocked up is a very feral and warlike state of being. Might as well be what it is. That actually isn't even a confirmation. It's she's she's just saying being knocked up with a baby in your belly is feral, not I am knocked up. But the implication is that I am knocked up. No well, one then, has confirmed this. No, they did because people people reached out to Elon and uh, and they Grimes said we're people, and they got the confirmation because okay. I think like didn't you, the Just Jared thing. Just Jared reached out to both of them, and they got actual confirmation. Okay, Grimes okay, is okay. pregnant. The father is Elon Musk. They are going to give birth to a Cybertruck in you know seven months. Who knows? I mean, uh, they're going to give birth to a Cyber something. <laughs> He has five sons from previous marriage, a set mm-hmm. of twins and triplets we talked via about in vitro fertilization. Gotta say, Elon Musk must be a, he's a big fan of gene therapy, I bet. A big yeah. fan, big fan of science pregnancy. Oh, yeah. There's like, mm, this is going to be an interesting child. It's uh, going to be, it's going to come out like um, Lady Gaga's born this way. Um, you know, her prosthetics <laughs> when she came out of the egg and she was wearing yeah. the vinyl and she had no. the like thing. It's going to be what that baby looks like. Not that we... Not that we're making any sorts of accusations or claims, but it wouldn't be surprising if, like, this baby is going to be experimented on in some way. <laughs> this baby is going to be... Something is going to be up with this baby. Um, a lot of good a lot of good um, tweets about the baby. I just, like, like I... Yeah. It's so weird that... And, yeah, this can be said about any number of things, any day of the week, for the past five years. But this is... If you take a step back and look at this headline, Grimes is pregnant, expecting baby number one with Elon Musk, Tesla CEO Elon Musk. That's fucking insane. That is absurd. That should not be happening. That should not be happening. And then it happens and you're like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's insane. This should not be happening. It's just a weird, it's still, I mean, pregnancy aside, they're still like the weirdest couple, right? Like, I think we're all missing what it is that they have in common or what they like about mm-hmm. each other because we've never actually well, they like, both like computers. <laughs> we're not we're not privy to that information. What they have because, in common is computers. Well, I feel like she is cool and he is not, but maybe he 
maybe he but then is fucking cool. Elon Musk makes you not cool. You know, like Elon right. Musk sort of maybe ruins everything cool. that's cool about her. Right. There's I nothing less alt than fucking a, a Silicon Valley CEO and getting pregnant with his baby. Like, there's nothing less counterculture than that. But he's like future. They're both into the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're both into the future. That's why they're having a baby. The whole they thing is where because remember when Azalea Banks was there? Like, this is the only thing I can think of. That's the unspoken thing. I bet Azalea, ba- Azalea Banks could have easily been in like a, a wing tip, not a wing tip, um, a wing back chair in the bedroom watching them get pregnant. I know. Just examining. True. Did you making see the commentary. tweet? That was like Azalea Banks showing up. Yeah, showing up at Elon Musk in Grimes' house. It's Maleficent. She's like, I'm here for the baby. She's like going to place a curse on them. There is that. The fact that all three of those people that Azalea Banks is a part of that relationship in some even minor way is wild. This is crazy. I I read she already did place a curse on the baby. Like before she left the house, she was it. like, your firstborn will never understand chemistry or something like very bad. Your firstborn will never understand computer science. Azalea, place a curse on our baby. That would be really fun. Like, No, they don't want that. It's a bad curse. I feel curse. like they all get along. I bet they get along more than we think. Meanwhile, pr- presidential candidate Andrew Yang congratulated them on Twitter. This story gets just more nuts and well, unbelievable. Well, because Elon Musk is Yang Gang, of course. Yeah, he's big Naturally. Yang Gang. He's big Yang Gang. Congrats at Grimes and Elon Musk. That's amazing. Smiley face, thumbs up. Oof, all right, well... What are they going to name the baby? This is my favorite tweet that you put in here. Grimes baby going to come out speaking in wingdings. <laughs> <laughs> they are in that DNA. They are like messing with the DNA. They're messing with the genes. What is that baby going to be named? That baby's going to come out. It's going like to have Beezle like Bob titanium. or something? It's like, going to have weird metal on it. The baby is just, oh God. The baby's going to have a touch screen. The baby is like, whenever they want the baby to quiet, they're going to like drag a slider and it's going to shut up and we're going to be like, what? How did you do that? And they're gonna be like, mm, it's prior, it's uh, uh prior Propo- proprietary, proprietary. Technology. It's yeah. proprietary. Put the baby to sleep, and he's gonna push a button, and the baby's gonna go to sleep. Uh, it's very scary. It's very scary. I just, I just want to know one thing. Where's my Cybertruck? Where's my Cybertruck? <laughs> You're so busy getting pregnant. Where's my Cybertruck? Where is your money my is going to truck? Your money Where is going is... to that baby. You know. Good. Your money is going to help if pay for one of the cribs. If the baby is born and the Cybertruck comes, then that's fine. Where is my Cybertruck? Their whole relationship just reminds me of um, the house. Reminds me of you read Made for Love, right? Mm-hmm. I think of I think of Made for Love when I think of that. It's hundred percent Made for Love. Yeah. Mm. That little like the the helmet that they wear when they go to sleep. Oh my god, that baby is ugh. okay. Next call. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, first time. Um, I'm calling to find out whether. This Cuban actress, Anna de Armas, is a who or a them. She seems like she's on the rise. She's in Knives Out, that new-ish movie with Daniel Craig, and she's going to be in the new Bond movie. And my husband is telling me she's definitely a them, but I had never heard of her until, like, yesterday. So just wanted to try to settle that. All right. Crunch, crunch. Bye. First of all, your husband is wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> she's in Knives Out. Yes, she's arguably the lead in Knives Out. Uh, yeah, she she's is the, the protagonist lead in Knives of Out. Knives Out. 
Um, she's she was great at the Golden out. Globes. She she's is nominated. a Cuban actress who started working in the United States and Hollywood stuff more recently. I'm not. It's. I don't know if it's recently, but she. She was in War Dogs, which I saw. I don't remember her in it. She was in <laughs> Blade Runner. She was the love interest in Blade yes. Runner, the like hologram. And she Blade yeah. Runner. When Blade Runner came out, she did get that sort of like Hollywood's newest it girl press. But Blade Runner was not an enormous hit, so that no. stuff sort of fizzled. Knives Out was an actual hit. Really beautiful, which is like, kind of makes me think it's almost like a Margot Robbie thing. Where like Mm -hmm. Margot Robbie turned out to be actually talented, as it turn you know as it turns out. Remember when Margot Robbie first appeared and everyone was just like, she's too beautiful. Like she's she's just so beautiful. beautiful. (laughs) That's sort of we got we got that happening with Ana de Armas, which is I feel that it's just a funny thing. You can't you can't help but notice that when when someone's like. This this talented woman is about to be everywhere, and then you look at them and you're like, "Yeah, no shit." Yeah, no shit. She's fucking beautiful because she's. I mean, she's gonna be the romantic lead in a Ben Affleck movie. She's gonna be a Bond girl, and she's literally starring as Marilyn Monroe in this like Netflix biopic, which is yeah. which is which is funny because that's when I was listening to the Brad Pitt whatever. It's a Brad Pitt production or whatever. His production company is making it with um what's his name uh andrew dominic that director whatever but it's based on it's based on blonde which uh, right they've been they've been trying to make blonde they've been trying to adapt blonde for ever since it came out like 20 years ago so now they're doing it with this woman so it's like she is gonna she's going to be playing in the next few years this is like an ezra ezra miller issue but she's gonna be playing a bond girl marilyn monroe and opposite ben affleck in like a sexy movie oh my god sexy i'm on the blonde wikipedia First of all, it was a finalist for the Pulitzer, which I actually didn't know. They made it into a CBS miniseries, which I vaguely remember. Uh, Did not watch it. Uh The most recent update on the adaptations section of Blonde is a film adaptation of the novel was under discussion in 2014. Do you remember this? To be written and directed by Australian filmmaker Andrew Dominic. Same guy. American actress Jessica Chastain was in talks to portray Marilyn Monroe, but it never happened, obviously. I would And now Ana de Armas. And it looks like... It looks like it's actually going to happen. I do like the idea of a Cuban actress playing Marilyn Monroe because at this yeah. point, like, it doesn't matter what she looks like or sounds like. It's like a vibe, and it's also like about a honestly a striking beauty, like a like mm, this yeah. person is too beautiful, and that's what we just said about this about her. So that's the Marilyn thing. I also love it's um, Adrian Brody is playing Arthur Miller, and Bobby Carnavale is Joe DiMaggio, which I'm like. Yes, that's a perfect casting. That is perfect. This is really funny. I love this thing that you found. So her personal life. So she's she's new, right? She's she's local woman. She's new woman. There's not much to her. But well, there she worked is in a... she worked in Spanish television. She worked in Spain. I'm pretty sure in Spanish television. She was like on this series. She married a guy who was also on Spanish television. Mm-hmm. Like she you soap know, opera. I think she kind of like was just like, I really want to be famous in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I'm like jumping ship and kind yeah. of left the whole thing behind. I do like because when she does, inter- she was doing interviews for Knives Out and I ended up reading one and it was like, she was talking about how she got the script for, or she got the character description and the character description for her character was Latina maid. And she was like, I'm not doing this. Like, this is fucking, yeah. I'm not doing a Latina maid. And then they were like, no, please read the script. Like, you have to read the script. You'll understand. And she yeah. read the script. She was like, "Okay, this is great. I'll do it." But, if, but to look at to for her to look at it and be like, "I'm not fucking playing a Latina man. I don't care yeah. if it's the lead." You know. Yeah. I just like the um the personal life. She married this hunky the, the hunky Spanish actor that she married, who's now married to someone else. And the and the 
the woman that the hunky Spanish actor is now married to, they yeah. now just do like extremely basic Instagram marriage stuff, yeah. Instagram I relationship stuff. And she's like, yeah. bye bye. That is not what that is exactly the opposite of what I wanted with my life. And he's like, no, I this is exactly that. what I wanted with my life. So it's like, congrats to them for realizing this. and, and breaking Yeah, it's up. really funny to watch this. Like, it's like they were married for two years and then she was like, peace out. And now this guy is married to this woman who's like engaging in all of these weird Instagram things with him. Like she yeah anyways, the photo of them so posing right. with their baby with the two zero twenty twenty holding the thingies it's instagram culture and that is not what ana de armas wanted. she has a zero in 2020 circled around her pregnant belly <laughs> in case you are wondering what we're referring to but yeah she got nominated for a golden globe there were other golden globe people that we didn't bring there were other who's the other what are some other hooey stuff there was well I felt bad about this because I was late to I was late to the show like I was late to turn it on oh Rami and I missed Rami Yusuf's win and that's a show that I actually watched and really liked on Hulu which was Rami he's like he won and he won and it's just I thought it was deserving I loved that show I never watched it and he's won I and I told you to watch it didn't yeah. I tell you to watch it? No, you told me to watch it. You watched it like all in one day. I loved it. it. He's like an Egyptian Muslim guy and it's all about his life. And it's just like super well done. And I feel like honestly did not get enough attention. And I hope that him winning for it like makes people actually watch it. I don't know. Yeah, people more. Pe- it'll, it'll get a bump. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Is she officially a them now? That's a question. That's something we didn't talk about also. I kind of feel like yes. Unfortunately. I think so too. Not unfortunately. Like I like her. But I mean just like I feel like it's hard to... Eh. It's still hard for me because I don't know if my parents would necessarily know who she is. I, but I think you have to call it. I, I'm willing to call it if you are. She's a them now. No, I think we should call it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she is. It's just, it's wild the amount of attention that she got. It is. And also I this. feel like it's just interesting to me. She's done a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But the fact that her thing is this flea bag is flea bag makes me, it's so interesting because it's a play it's a one-woman play that she performed that's basically based on herself, her life, and the character is her, almost. Mm-hmm. Then they made a show of it. The show was great. It took forever. It was popular in the UK. It took forever to get to us. We love it. We're obsessed with it. We give her all these awards. She's now been doing Fleabag for a million years. She mm-hmm. makes a second season because America's obsessed. We love that, too. Okay? Now Fleabag has been going on for so many years, and we're like, we love this woman. What can we do? We give her all this work, but that work hasn't yet to be. What's the? Do you know what I mean? Like, is she going to live up to this high standard? Well, that she just placed for she her? co-wrote. Speaking of Bond, that Anna de Armas is yes. in, she co-wrote the new Bond, which I think is huge for her. Huge. That's huge, 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 huge. And she's in. Oh, get and a she ton did. Of- oh, and she did. Cha- uh, Killing Eve, but as the showrunner behind the scenes. So I guess my point is, is just like. I wonder what Phoebe. I don't think that she'll like be acting. I think she's gonna be like I'm now like That's Greta Gerwig. Saying. Okay, right. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna be Greta Gerwig. I'm gonna be like a creator. I'm gonna be um, who am I thinking of? Ava, not Ava Du. Ava DuVernay. No, that's the no. I'm yeah. Of, what does that What does that say about gender in this country? That you have to prove yourself as like a beautiful actress before you get taken seriously as a creative talent. Interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting. But yeah. So okay. Yeah. Cool. It is no. I mean, it's she's a them now. She's a them now. It's you're right. It's ridiculous, but it is one of those things where I just think the flea bag thing. We're like, oh, flea bag. Like it just was such a long project for her because of the way that it crossed over. It's almost mm-hmm. like we're like, give us more flea bag because we're like so annoying. And she's like, no, I literally have to move on from this. It's been like ten years of my life. Yeah. 
And, she, and then she dumped her normie boyfriend or normie husband and got with uh Oh, God. Se- fucking seven billboards. The worst guy. Three billboards. How many billboards? Three. There were Sorry, only three the billboards. Guy. I don't but know what he's like, seven, but the, the worst There are movie. seven psychopaths. Three billboards. Fuck. Sorry, I don't know if he's good or bad. I just don't like that movie a lot. To- I love In Bruges as much as I hate three billboards, so I, I'm forever torn on him but what a weird they're definitely couple. what a weird de- couple. and also i'm sorry but comparing her to greta is not crazy because of noah and greta because yeah. martin and phoebe are a very noah and greta relationship because okay? let me tell you something i don't want to sit at a table with either one of those couples ever in my life that sounds like misery one i'd sit at a table with greta and I'd i sit love at a table greta with phoebe. i would sit at a table with greta i'm not sitting at a table with Greta and Noah and Phoebe and Martin. That is not going to happen. Not that I will ever be in a, pos- in a position to sit at a table with them. Guess what? You're not invited to sit at the table. But how miserable does that sound? No, Sitting I'm, at a table I, with I, Phoebe I, and Martin. And you're like passing them the broccoli, Rob? No, thank you. Okay. Bobby's like, I loved him, Bruges. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Next call. Yeah. Who is Quentin Tarantino's wife? Who is Quentin Tarantino's wife? Another Golden Globes question. Um, Quentin Tarantino recently got married. She's pregnant. Uh, he thanked her on stage. I think a lot of people knew that she was... Pre- Maybe a lot of people didn't even know he was dating anyone or had whatever. But I guess what's interesting about her is that according to the internet... See, this is the thing that I have a hard time with. Hmm. If you're Israeli and you have either relatives in Israel or you live in Israel, call in and tell me how famous this woman actually is in Israel. That's my question here because according to like these articles, it's like she's popular in Israel. She's big in Israel. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily agree that, but uh, know yeah. that to be true. But I also don't know. Maybe she is. Her name is Daniela, Daniela Pick. She grew up in a musical family because her father, Svik Pick, a great name, is um, a pop singer in Israel. And I believe that he is I believe popular. that he's famous. Right. He he's seems famous. extremely famous. He does. He's, but he seems, it's obviously like a local, He's they sing in Hebrew. It's very specific to Hebrew and Israeli culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's really famous. So famous that he was in Eurovision. He wrote Eurovision songs. Mm-hmm. He won in 1998. This is incredible because remember when we were talking about Dana International? Mm-hmm. He wrote a Dana International song called Diva that took first place. That's crazy. That's I know. crazy. I know, so it's a small the world. small world of who's. The point is that she, this this woman is popular in Israel. She starts a she starts a band with her sister. They they have Love songs. That. The Pick Sisters. <laughs> the Pick Sisters. You can play some of that here. They break up. She goes solo. She has songs. Now she's kind of like a model singer, actor, a model singer, actress type, yeah. right? Like, But she's like, she's the daughter of like a rich musician family. So she exactly. can kind of do whatever she wants to do. Right. And then she meets Quentin Tarantino. I guess he was doing press for something in Israel. In Israel. She meets yeah. him. They fall, in, they fall in love. They hook up. They fall in love. Mm-hmm. And now, now she's married. And I think they're, they have like an apartment in Tel Aviv. He's going to be living in Tel Aviv part time, which is a, a wild commute to LA but best of luck to you <laughs> <laughs> and best you know, of luck 
it's it, the whole thing is like I just want to know I guess I would love a pers- an Israeli perspective like is she actually you know this this big thing is a huge deal that one of your hometown here hometown heroes ma- is marrying Quentin Tarantino yeah 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 will he convert to Judaism mm-hmm. <laughs> will he I don't know the fact that uh, not to like I mean the moment you open up this can of worms everyone gets implicated but it is it remains very very weird to me that Quentin Tarantino has been able to mm, recovers the wrong word but like deal with the fact that he said that he knew about Harvey Weinstein for so long and continued yeah. working with him yeah just because of how open he was about saying like oh I heard all the rumors and Mira Sorvina told me all about it. And yet I continued working with him for like a further 10 plus years. Also that like him and Uma Thurman had a lot of like tension Mm -hmm. that maybe had more to do with Harvey Weinstein than we knew when we heard about that tension at first. Remember? I mean, I guess it's just a way of he was, they were, he was siloing his like relationships with these women and the things that the women told him with like, okay, I'm just going to use him as, you know, a a money source and like a distribution source. And like, I need Mm. him to release these things, but it's, it's just kind of, it sucks. It it sucks. It sucks. And seeing him continue to win a, a lot of stuff sucks and i don't i don't know i don't know how to contend with that and i think that's a really complicated thing just 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 knowing knowing the ways that it sort of just wrecked the psyche of these women beyond their 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 careers but just like kind of fucked with them so long term and his career never lost momentum ever 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 well just feels like it why somebody like quentin tarantino if he had stood up to Harvey Weinstein could have actually made a difference right. in terms He's of, the person who could have done in, it. Right. Because Harvey was not going to just be like, fuck you, Quentin Tarantino. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. But it just feels like Quentin Tarantino was important to. Yeah. Uma Thurman couldn't have. Mira Sorvino couldn't have. Even if they right. would have tried in 1995, they would have been laughed out of town. It happened to other women. So yeah. I. I mean, but also the thing is like everyone knew. So. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone knew. So. Why why is he so easy to vilify? I don't know. But because he's you know a white he's a white guy who who has no problem putting his actresses in harm's way and like writing the n-word all the time. You he's know? a white guy <laughs> who writes a lot of, you know, violence and stuff about women that is maybe mm-hmm. not fully like whatever. I mean, there's a lot with him that you can pull into this entire thing to be like I don't love Quentin Tarantino for XYZ. Mhm. It's really I mean, I think he's he's an extremely complicated He's an extremely complicated figure because I can go through being like, I don't give a shit about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't give a shit about The Hateful Eight, but Jackie Brown's one of my favorite movies. I you know, know. It, like he really like puts you, he, he puts you in a weird position and makes you examine things in a way that is uncomfortable. And it's interesting because the Harvey Weinstein, the, the, the court case started this week. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein's fucking hobbling into the courthouse on his little fake ass walker. Did you see the Cola Scola tweet about the walker? Yeah, it was like me when my Uber... It was, I know Harvey Weinstein's walker seems excessive, but all of the canes we tried in rehearsal seem too tap dancey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my no, God. like, go to fucking jail already, right? Like, Yeah, please just go to jail. Go to jail. Go to jail. I mean, drop dead for all I care. <laughs> just go. He might, he might actually, go to jail. he might actually do that um, before. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And I was reading, and before we record that, I was like reading all of the stuff about Mira Sorvino and Umra and everything he's explicitly said about Harvey Weinstein. And it's like, huh. 
Yeah. We all just moved on from this because it was fun to see Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt like be in a buddy comedy. Okay. Um, I think we're not going to, I think we're not going to play who are them as we intended to, because again, we ran out of time, but we might just have to put it, we might just have to put it on the Patreon. Sorry. You're going to have to subscribe to our Patreon. Um, but I do want to play this call that Lindsay sent me yesterday that she was like, I think you'll like this call. Speaking of are people famous in XYZ country, Mm -hmm. this is a good one for that. This is a, and again, it's, it's a them, but just listen to the call. Okay. I have a story that Bobby may like. Um, so today at work, um, we were taking a little chocolate and coffee break and someone brought almond roca as a candy. And I said, oh my God, it's like almond roca. I know almond roca because in the net, Sandra Bullock's mom has Alzheimer's and basically one of the only things that she remembers are how to play piano and that she loves almond roca. Everyone's like, yes, yes, yes. Then my coworker, who is Russian, looked at me and was like, what's your favorite Sandra Bullock movie? And he got really excited, which was confusing to me because he's like, he's he has this like goth industrial band and he's like a very cool, soft-spoken, very kind and nice. But, um, you know, I didn't expect him to get excited by Sandra Bullock. Let's just put it that way. And I was like, oh, well, you know, the net and then 28 Days, whatever. And I was just talking about my favorite Sandra Bullock movies. And I looked at him and I was like, how famous is Sandra Bullock in Russia? And his eyes got really big. He got really excited. And he said, she's huge. He said, she's somewhere between the fame level of Taylor Swift and Beyonce in Russia. Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Like, I don't know. I'm not really sure if he was saying that they are as famous in Russia, but he was saying that she's, like, on that level in Russia. Like, people love Sandra Bullock as much as Americans love Taylor Swift or Beyonce. And then he was telling me his favorite Sandra Bullock movies, and apparently this is While You're Sleeping. He said he's seen it a lot. So, anyway, my cool goth industrial music performing Russian coworker says that Sandra Bullock is as famous as Beyonce in Russia. Um, and also, Almond Roke is really good. So, that's my story. Women don't belong balloons. Dessert makes her smile. Crunch, crunch. Great story. Love a story that is related to The Net, one of both Maya and Lindsay's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And also, I agree with your co-worker, Why We're Sleeping's the best Sandra Bullock movie. You know? Okay. What's I, your favorite? I, uh... What's your favorite? That's mine. What's yours? No, it's The Net. It's The Net. Oh, The the Net. net. The Net is an incredible film. The Net is like everything to me. I mean, it's just, it's everything. What's funny is what Josh had never seen The Net. This was years ago. And I was like, you've never seen The Net? Like, we have to watch The Net. Um, Mm -hmm. And we watched The Net. And usually that happens. And you watch this old movie from the 90s. And you're nostalgic for it. and, And you like it in your own way. But you recognize the fact that it sort of sucks. The Net is very good. The Net holds up. And Josh really enjoyed it. It definitely holds up. I mean, It's a little silly. but no, you but are it, you, it you find yourself up. surprised by how much it kind of got right, even though it got a lot of stuff not wrong. Okay, to, but it's like but lazy. it's saying, oh, if so, you know, even back then in the '90s, so much was already computerized. It's saying like, oh, if so much more becomes computerized, what happens to your information if if it's like in these computers that get erased? But it, that's mm-hmm. a fair worry. Yeah. 
even in today's culture versus back then, which was like, it was a little bit like guessing, you know, yeah. but it was right. It was a little fear mongery too, but yeah, it's a good it movie. And she's great in it. And watching her, and it's one of those movies where like this, there's a whole category of this where someone is made out to be unreliable and, and, and unbelievable. Because it's yeah. like everything keeps going wrong for her. And it's like it's actually much harder to watch than I remembered. Because yeah, because you're really frustrated because she is She's doing up. everything right and everyone's yeah. setting her up and no one believes her. And they're d- using every I mean, trick yeah. in the book to get people to not believe her. And it's like really, right. truly miserable to watch. Right. But it has a great uh, ending. Speed is pretty good too. Let's be real. Speed, speed is, is great. great. Oh, I love Speed. Okay. Speed right. too, not so much. Okay. We're done with today's speed. episode. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Who Weekly. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Who Weekly. Rate review us on iTunes, excuse me, Apple Podcasts. And call us at 619 Who Them if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. I'm excited to get back. No offense to the callers. We had so many calls about Golden Globes this week, and it'll be yeah. nice to kind of just go back to the normal stuff, the normal news cycle, just fun, random calls. Until the about next who's. award show, which is just around the corner. Like a month. Anyway, have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Bye. They're manipulating her world. We can make a reality what we choose. According to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you're Ruth Marks. They've, they've, they've screwed with my information and, and my fingerprints. Infiltrating her life. I don't understand. Why me? And erasing her identity. We've got an outstanding warrant for Ruth Marks on federal charges. I am Angela Bennett. Just give us the disc and we'll give you your life back. She has the evidence. She's copied the disc. Clever girl. But they have the power. Sandra Bullock is caught in the net. A film by Urban Winkler. You will trailer. Yeah, yeah, they wanna know. Hey, Mia. Hey, Mia. Come on, come on. Hey, I want to be famous. Hello. I just wanted to share a quick Chet Hayes story from college. I went to school with him, and there was one summer when I met Rita Wilson, and I said, oh, by the way, I go to school with your son, Chet, obviously, Uh, and she goes, wait, what? And she proceeds to call Tom Hanks over so that Tom Hanks can come meet me, and he comes over, and she says, he goes to school with Chet, at which point Tom Hanks says, what's the damage? So that's it. Crunch, crunch. Chet Hayes is a stain on the Hanks family. Me and Grease.